Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And you guys, we have some dear friends in the studio, Sean and Lynette Reed. We love them. You guys love them. They have so much going on. Dave's going to tell you more about them just in case this is the first time you're hearing from them. But you cannot wait to hear this conversation and be sure to listen until the very end. Yes, yes, because I'm telling you the wisdom that you're going to hear from them on this episode, no matter what season of marriage you're in, I think is potentially life-changing, but particularly if you are nearing the empty nest or new to the empty nest, uh, this could be a life-changing conversation. So we're so honored to welcome our friends, Sean and Lynette Reed. They're a huge part of the Exo Marriage family. Uh, uh, Lynette leads our our Mediator Institute, which is the front line of, of Helping, helping you guys get the help that you need. And if you want more information about mediation, xomarriage.com slash help, um, you can go there. Or if you want to become a mediator, you can go to xomediator.com. And it's a wonderful program. Sean and Lynette both are authors. They host the podcast, Marriage in Transition. They're beloved exo marriage conference speakers. Um, I could just go on and on because, you know, they've got a really impressive resume. Yes. We've accomplished a lot to look as young as they they look, <laughs> but we love you guys and it's going to be a great conversation. So let's dive in. Friends, you are in for a treat today. Our dear friends, Sean and Lynette Reader with us. They are so much fun. They bring so much life and joy and wisdom to this ministry here at Exo Marriage. And plus, we just love hanging out with them. And so we were honored that they're joining us here to talk about the empty nest season. We've been in a great series, the seasons of marriage, and they are the resident experts because they are fresh new 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 empty nesters. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 And I know what you're thinking. They How? look so young and mm. refreshed and all that stuff. She looks so young well, and refreshed. And they and they are, but part of it is They've aged like ten years in reverse because they're empty nesters. You got that <laughs> now right. they don't have they don't have that anybody <laughs> anybody in the house. Like yeah. you know, so while I am aging rapidly because <laughs> we still have a seven year old and I and we love them. God bless you. But yes. there's a lot a lot going on. No, we are so excited to talk to you guys because first off, we love talking to you. But number two, we get a lot of messages from folks who mm-hmm. are entering into this season. Yes. Or in the season. In the season. And not loving it. And not loving it. Yeah. yeah. Right? And and it should be, like the empty nest season should be just a joyful time in your marriage. Now, every season has unique challenges, unique yeah. blessings. Um, but a lot of couples, they're just 
really struggling in the empty nest because their whole life was about the kids. Mm -hmm. And now they don't know who they are as husband and wife without them. And so we want to give hope to those who might be struggling, Mm -hmm. but also we want to help celebrate uh, those who are entering into this season, all the good yeah. and freedom mm-hmm. that comes with it. So Absolutely. you can celebrate all that hard work. Yeah. So yeah. Welcome, first off. Well, thank you. You know, so we're good. here to help people run around the house naked. Yes. That's right. That's right. Naked season is what Oh, I can't it. wait. Yes. Naked. Naked. Like naked, season. naked and healthy. And naked. Yeah. Naked Marriage Podcast. Mm. We're going to talk about getting naked. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm telling you. <laughs> great. I'm going to start naked even before we're empty nesters. That's I'm right. Just, that'll just, that'll, that'll share. get the kids to leave. Just yeah. speed it along. Just to speed it along. That's actually a really great idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, then they'll, they'll need to, trauma therapy after. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, you might have to, you know, support them financially for therapy. But yeah. Right. Probably, I mean, That's cool. Probably. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll ease them into it. I'll just do like a like a man thong, partial naked for a while. Like oh so, I don't know. God. That may actually be worse, bro. <laughs> TMI. That may be worse. You may need therapy. I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, naked no, and alone. I will say. I <laughs> naked and alone. No. Okay, I'll say this. this. You can edit this out too. Again, nothing to do with the t- topic. So I, I. Uh, I, I got dressed up for this one costume. You look at me like you have no idea what I I'm going to say. You're terrified. <laughs> Dave, we, you we, wore a thong? No. no. I've never worn a thong. <laughs> Please or don't no. ever say this again. No, I've never worn oh a thong. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, uh, hey, but if you wear a thong, guys, no problem. That's that's, that's right. That's your if, thing. If that's you. Now, I will say you know, one You be you. You got you some of them European Speedos. <laughs> on the thong thing. <laughs> again, you feel free to edit any of this out. I was once at church. You were there. There was a baptism. You guys, oh my God. And this oh. touching moment. You guys. The guy got baptized. In a white like, robe. So white oh. baptism robe. We said, get dressed underneath it. He starts getting out. The pastor's getting right behind him. The whole church can look. The only thing the dude has on underneath no. his white baptism robe. White thong. Thong. Is a thong. thong. You could see the cheeks. That boy said, listen, wash me clean. <laughs> wash me clean. <laughs> wash me thoroughly. Yeah. That so there he, may be no sin left on <laughs> He was nothing I left. Know. You guys, it was one of those things, though, where you just didn't know if it was okay to laugh or if you were sad for him or embarrassed. I would have been embarrassed for him. I was yeah. embarrassed. Sure. Hey, it, I yeah. really, yeah. I mean, it's, nobody it's like no laughed out loud. Come thank out God. God. Yeah, that's right. He left it behind. He, he, did. <laughs> he did. He's a new creation. Literally. He's a new creation. <laughs> He's a new creation. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we'll never I, forget that. I, okay. I gave the disclaimer that, you know what? I'm not even going to tell the story I was going to tell until we just won't do it because. What story? That was not the story? That wasn't the story. <laughs> what is the story then? Uh, it gets matter. worse? What? A costume. I heard costume. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A Halloween yeah. costume is what you said. And then I was that like, is, I don't well, know what okay. You've got to tell us now. So Ashley and I got invited to this, uh, this, this costume party one okay. time. For some friends who were celebrating their anniversary, and they said you had, and that you were assigned what you had to pick. It was very specific, and so we chose '80s rockers. Okay, okay. and so in putting together from Amazon the oh, '80s rockers, get the, the stuff that I was ordering was like fishnet, like shirt, mesh shirts, because okay. oh yeah, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. shirt. Yeah. Well, what that did is it put me on some kind of marketing algorithm where yep. apparently <laughs> the the Amazon the very like flamboyant gay community yep. order some of these same things and so for the longest time i started getting targeted marketing for stuff like man thongs and like all there's like it was popping up everywhere there. like there's a wide variation facebook i didn't know i started getting invited to to like like gay cruises oh, wow. and like popping up on my facebook and i'm well, like, oh, you I'm ordered, like i just gosh, ordered they said, oh you ordered this and a crush you might also vest. like these things oh. and it was some stuff i didn't know like existed <laughs> i'm like i didn't want any of this oh my was, gosh was how long costume. did it take for the algorithm it, it, like it, six it, months eventually you know <gasps> wow. it it took a while to clear out because i guess the it's a, when you order something fishnet and it's yeah. a dude it 
it takes it a while for them Duly to noted. get your straight Duly card noted. back. Yeah. I, I will make sure that in the future, Clean in our investing season, that we won't uh yeah. won't be searching for the But we look but the costumes were great, I will say. All right. They are great. They do. Amazon has You can lot. edit all of that. I'm not out even sure why we had this. But <laughs> it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. If you about. order a fishnet mesh or fish no, no. But as an empty nester, sure. bring it back. You can walk around with You'll keep it with in that on if that's yeah, you that can. is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not my thing. I just want to be clear. That's not my thing. That's not my. I was just trying to be festive. But you like yeah. to have a good costume, so there you go. That's and right. It, all right. And it was good. Okay. All right. All right. That has We're- nothing to do with empty nesting, <laughs> unless you want. Let, let's here. Let's do a segue. Naked time can also be costume time. That's right. You're not going to weird your kids out. Ain't That's right. No. You go be a role play. cowboy in your yeah. fishnet top or. Whatever. You know? Why do I say fishnet? Is that the same thing as mesh, kind of? I it is. Yeah, I think yeah, mesh. Okay, I think, yeah, so. yeah. I think it was mesh that I was looking for. Yeah. Yes. But then other stuff started popping up, and it was just... There's a lot out there. There's That's all we have to say about that. But we want to bring we want to bring this back. Those who are still with us, first off, thank you. <laughs> we want to thank you for still being here. And They're the faithful folks. You are the faithful. Sure. faithful. Yeah. And, you, and your reward for sticking around is you're about to get some wisdom That's right. from the reeds, some, some deep, deep wisdom. So, guys, what are you learning in this season? What are you learning as empty nesters? How about this? What do you wish you could go back and have told yourself mm, yes. uh, as those first ones started to launch? What would you have done the same? What would you have done differently? Okay, so my answer to that would be I wish we would have paused each time that our children went out. So we actually made time to grieve mm-hmm. as we dropped because ours went to college. So basically it was a whole drop them off process, mm-hmm. kind of crown away home. It kind of the tears lessened as they as you got to the third one. Sure. We have three children. And so you grieve differently for all of them. But you kind of got a grip on it after a while. But I wish we would have paused to reevaluate. I think like five to 10 years down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Lynette and I, we were already kind of in this rhythm of having weekly talks, which helped us a lot. And what we realized with most of the couples that are empty nesting, they don't even have like a weekly right. time, 45 minutes right. just to talk about um, what the vision is for the week, let alone five years down the road, 10 years down the road. The reason why I say this is because like our parents are aging, mm-hmm. you know, and so as they're aging, we started counting the years. Like if my dad lived, if her mom lived, my mom lived to be uh, 90. It was, that's 15 years from now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Will they make that? If they get that much time, how often are we visiting them, right? And if we're only going once a year, that means I'm going to see them in person 15 more times. Is that enough for me? Wow. Yeah. Is that enough for you? Like, so we had to not just think about the kids. We had to think about the rest of family. The reason that this is so significant for us is because we started realizing even our money needed to be seen differently. We, we're at a point in our lives where we're comfortable. We're safe financially. It's great. But what does money mean at this stage in our lives? When you think five to 10 years out, we're not sitting around waiting for retirement to then all of a sudden start living. Yes. But every dime that we has should facilitate a dream that we desire. Right. So how do you make the money matter in this season and maximize this moment with our kids and our parents? And so for us, there was this reevaluating like, okay, what can we do? Mm-hmm. How often can we see the family? How do we move the money around to see those key members of the family? How do we move the money around to where I'm enjoying with my wife and kids precious memories that we are creating while they're trying to begin family. Mm -hmm. 
So for us, we thought about the calendar year a little bit differently. It became a memory making machine and our money is the fuel that's actually achieving that end. And so that stopping to I love yearly vision plans because we need it. But at some point, if you don't do this, you're going to forget about a whole lot of things that you should be doing now because you can and, and delaying some things that you need to put off later yeah. because your knees ain't going to be able to handle it, yep. you know, later on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That, that's yes. Yeah, I and, totally get that. And time goes by so fast. Yeah, it does. And so, I mean, when you've got kids, everything about your world is them. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when you plan, you're planning with them in mind. Mm -hmm. You're planning with, oh, where are we going to go next year as a family? You know, grocery is about, you know, the now. And so, you know, while we were in it, we never really gave much thought past their, you know, four years of college. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when that time came, it really became, well, what do we want to do now that the kids are gone and, you know, either they're in college or they're out of college, it really became, we don't have to plan our lives around them. Right. right. And so it was like, just totally changed, totally different, totally different. So now we started thinking about things that we wanted to do individually, Mm -hmm. things that we wanted to do together. And so it really, for me, it was very hard to think that way. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I am a, I'm a family person. I want the I want the kids with me. I want them at dinner. And so it was really, it took me a couple of weeks to kind of get an idea as to what are the types of things that I want to do right now. Yeah. So there was a level of like self-discovery. Yeah. For me, it was dreaming forward. For Lynette, it was literally what, who am I now? And what is it that I'm passionate about? Outside of being a mama. I know. Right. Yeah. I've heard that's a big, especially for moms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's a little bit of a dad identity crisis as well. Mm -hmm. But you hear more of it from the mothers. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Well, I think we're nurturers. And just because they graduate doesn't mean we stop being a nurturer. Right. Yeah. Right. And so um, we have a habit of having to nurture something. That's why most of us get dogs. Mm-hmm. Like when the kids go away, that's why we end up, you know, getting plants or something that we can kind of put our attention to because we just, I mean, we've been nurturers either for 18, 24 years yeah. or whatever. And so we need to still do that. You don't have to stop. So I think we just have this desire to see something in its infancy and grow yes. or even just give our attention to, because I mean, we've just we have a habit of doing it. And yeah. so we don't necessarily have to stop. We just have to shift what we're nurturing. Yeah. And the, the biggest shift for us was we made a decision to say, okay, we're now, we're your parents by DNA. But at this point, <laughs> you're going to run your own life. We raised yeah. you. We did everything we could within 18-ish years. And so now you're going to make your own life choices and we're going to become advisors. Right. Yes. Yeah. So life coaches. We'll give yep. you we'll give you life coaching advice. We'll give you wisdom here or there. If you ask me, I'll give you answers. Yep. But I'm not ashamed of you. Right. Your decisions are not a reflection on my failure. Mm-hmm. Right. You're an adult. You're an adult. Yeah. Yeah. So this frees us of this enmeshment of living vicariously through our kids. Man, that's yeah. good. That is that is Huge. gold. But let me tell you, Sean, your th- like I, I agree with you guys 100%, mm. but don't you find in the work that we do with marriages, that is not the road people take? At all. Oh, no. And no. why do you think that is? I know I keep asking that. Why? Because no, no. I do feel like it hasn't always been that way. Mm-hmm. But you see more and more where 
kids don't want to grow up. This mm -hmm. whole, even the term adulting is oh, a man. negative connotation. I know. Yeah. Where when, when I was, Talk and I know we're, we're all close in age. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when I was getting ready to graduate high school and go to college, and then, and then from college into marriage and, and yes. doing a job, I couldn't wait. Could I couldn't you wait. Not wait. No. Listen, I was getting, getting my I'm driver's free. license. Oh my was God. Like, it was a badge of honor. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, badge it's, of honor. Then I know, yeah. I, I know some, some of my family members, they're like 20 and still don't have IDs. Yeah. You know, Our youngest, still have a driver's license. Our youngest license. didn't just, get her driver's license until she was like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that was because she had to, right? Because she oh, we made yes. her. Yes. Yeah. We're not taking you in. That's very typical. Like they're scared of it. That's very typical these days. Our kids... You know, we they, they weren't We've excited about the too. stuff that we were all excited I, I about. I think I think there was this level of we, you know, 70s, 80s babies were kind of I mean, our parents were working. They were on the grind. Yes. Yeah. So we were kind of on our own to a degree. Um, and, and in some ways, that was great for us because it developed a level of independence and get out there, be strong, tough. And I think our kids benefited from a cushiony lifestyle, you know, and so it gives them that delay. They don't want to, you know, it's kind of like there's not enough needles in the nest mm -hmm. to get them out. Mm -hmm, that's good. Yeah. But at some point, you can't, as the parent, I mean, make that sucker more cushiony. Right. Yeah. You know, you the goal should be to see them get out of the house. Right. And that then becomes the crowning achievement. Of, oh, okay, we've done what we were supposed to do. Now I'm going to trust God with the rest of their journey. I think a part of the problem with parenting is we think that there is a part of our identity is wrapped up in the success of our children. Yep. And so we, we hold um, their actions so close to our hearts. And, and if we don't personally, most people that I know, I'm, I, even in my own life, I have a struggle with shame. Mm -hmm. I have a struggle with guilt that I'm constantly battling. That is the crux of the spiritual warfare that I live at, with in my life is how to deal with shame in a healthy way to where you you're you're free. And so, like, it gets even deeper when you have this strong love for this human being, you know, or human beings you brought into the world. And you're looking at every one of their decisions and you're wanting it to look like a win. Mm -hmm. And if they continue to go down what seems to be a dangerous path, there's this part that you have to let go. That is a part of the empty nesting process is release them. Yeah. And if you don't, you're crippling them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They don't they don't become who they are until they're strong enough to stand on their own. And they're going to make some mistakes. And you have to know eventually they'll come back around. And, and so God said, hey, you train them up in the way they should go. You plant those seeds. When they get old, they won't depart from it. It didn't mean, though, that they're going to live this perfect little yeah. life. No. And if we look back at our stories, I mean, we made some mistakes, but we're here and we're OK. Yeah. So that, that's that's a part of it. And then once that can happen, once you begin to like it's almost like if your hand um it, it, it represents like the next season. If your hand is this clenched fist and part of what's in that hand is your kid's hand and you're gripping that thing and yeah. you don't let it go, what will happen is you're supposed to cleave more tightly to your spouse's yeah. open hand and you two are supposed to grab God's hand and say, okay, where are we supposed to transition to next? What's our next? Because there's more to life than the last 18, 20 years that you've had and you now have to discover what that is. That's good. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier, and junk is sometimes more convenient, and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. 
That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. Inflation is out of control, and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily, and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it get that under control and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. It's so true. And I think too, uh, you know, a lot of couples when they're launching their kids, Mm -hmm. they don't want them to launch like, like what we're talking about, like to, Mm -hmm. to be on their own so quickly. And they try to slow that down because then they have to actually face maybe some marriage issues that have been going unnoticed or they've been ignoring for a while because that busyness let them kind of just keep on putting it on the back burner. And all of a sudden it's like front and center. I I can't recall the percentage, um, but I did recall uh, reading an article where there was an extremely high number of couples who get divorced when their children go off to college. Yeah, Yeah, we're seeing that. Yeah. 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 But then the ramifications of that on the child side are so devastating because now, especially if a a child is away to college, Mm -hmm. now they don't, their self identity is just in question and they're struggling being away from home because they need to be in the, you know, they want to be at home with their parents and they're separated. And so they're left to kind of think these thoughts by themselves. And so um, I, I definitely agree with Sean. And I love the analogy of the holding, having a hand so tight with your child Mm -hmm. to where you forget or you don't focus on your spouse. And then when you're left looking at them, you're just kind of like, well, I don't have any interest. I don't know who you are anymore. Yeah. 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 And so I will say empty nesting gives you the ability to um, go through this Mm self-discovery of who they are now. And that's the beautiful thing about just an individual is they're not going to be the same. So there is a constant chase Mm -hmm. of figuring out who they are, what they like now, but it can be hard if you're not looking forward to the chase or if you don't like who you are. That's right. Yes. Hmm. 
And yeah. don't you see that a lot with the with that identity crisis? Sometimes I feel like that's when we can sometimes do unhealthy things mm -hmm. and search for who we are yep. in healthy places. Mm -hmm. I was going to tap into it right there. Yeah. That's where marriage boredom kicks in. And, oh, yeah. and a lot of times the driving force behind adultery for people, it's not justifying it, but a lot of <laughs> the driving force behind it is this idea of a new adventure, mm -hmm. uh, a spark of some sort. Yeah. You know, you, you get an emotional attachment to somebody because they're making you feel adventurous mm -hmm. or, or something like that. And, and they end up falling into something that destroys their life or, or their marriage. And so to that, you can find that same adventure, that same yes. spark within your spouse. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, it's easier and it's yeah. less, you know, costly at the end of the day. It's not as risky. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to really just find their hearts. And so I, I, we were talking about something the other day, my wife and I, we were talking about God and, and knowing God. Right. Mm -hmm. And what was so unique about this thought was. You know how, like, you can read the Bible for years, and then all of a sudden, you yep. go back to the same passage, and you read that thing again, but you see it totally differently. I mean, it's just like, and you're just like, God, you're so good. Yeah. And then the next year, you're like, God, you're so good. You're gooder still, <laughs> you know, and it's just because you just continue to fall in love with him, and you can continue to yeah. search for God until you see him face to face, and you yeah. still won't know all there is Absolutely. to know about him. What's cool about your spouse is that they're made in the image and likeness of God. Mm -hmm. And there are depths to their heart and personality that they haven't discovered, neither have you. You don't even know. You don't even know. So you don't ever have to get bored within the marriage. Yeah, yeah. But what the enemy does is he persuades us that there's nothing else there and the grass is greener somewhere else. Yes. And he's lying. The, the, the joy of empty nesting is you get to say, hey, well done. We, we've raised them. Let's send them out. And now let's celebrate. Yeah. And whatever the dreams that that exist between you guys, and if you don't have any, it's cool. You literally can take, I'm serious, it's, it's all get out. You can take literally a whiteboard and some markers and just say 10 years from now, who would you like to be? Mm -hmm. Not just like, what would you like to have? Who right. would you like yeah. to be? Like, do you want to dance again? Do you do you want like literal dancing? Uh, Lynette and I we're taking dance lessons. Salsa lessons. Yay. Okay. Oh, I want to see some salsa. Okay. Not yet. You know, not <laughs> yet. We're, one we're, day. We're one work day. in progress. Break it out. But but one of the things that got us was we went on a cruise, <laughs> um, and on this cruise, like there were like eighty year old people who were staying up later than we were on the cruise. No, they yeah. their goals. They put yes, you hear me? They put me to shame. They're like this eighty year old came up to me at breakfast. Because we, we had connected with her, like, a lot on the on the ship. And so we just kept bumping into each other. So she was like, baby, did you go to the club last night? <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am, I was asleep by 10. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, the club starts at 1130. And so we we, we hope to see you guys They're tonight. I was up. like, they what in the world? At 30, my you know, you know, and, and I so, mean, that's, yeah. So we get there to the club, and there they are. And then this one song comes on. You know, the band's playing, like, soul, uh, soul songs. And so some Stevie Wonder's going... And isn't she lovely? Oh. You know, all that. And this couple jumps up. And I mean, they're just the cutest little couple. And I mean, they're out there doing their thing. Lynette and I, we were sitting down and we just were like, let's get up, let's dance. Yeah. It hit us in a way to where I, I did theater performing arts. Lynette, she loves to dance. We were like, why don't we dance anymore? This is in us. Like, we yes. need to take this to the next level. Yeah. I love it. But it, it was like it. we forgot. Because uh -huh. we were so consumed yep. with the day-to-day -day and yeah. raising kids. Yeah, football practice, yeah, band exactly. practice, basketball practice, grades, you know, getting them into college, filling out the paperwork, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything, cleaning the house, all the routine 
like literally just it just sucked all the dream out. And so it was like seeing them inspired us to dream again. And so we we literally traveled so much that we were like, okay, we can't really take lessons like everybody else. Mm -hmm. But we we figured out a way to do a course online. You know what I mean? It started off with YouTube videos. We liked this one couple. We ended up getting a course online. So we're in our living room. We made a commitment, 15, 20 minutes a day, sometimes 30. And my calves hurt. (laughs) Yeah, it's a workout. Oh, my gosh. For real. Yeah. Okay. So we did that in so many areas of our lives. Lynette started gardening again. Um, You know, I started getting naked and healthy again. You know what I'm saying? And so my point with all of that is, is if you all were to look at who you would like to become over the next five to 10 years, work your way backwards and then begin to say, okay, how do we become that and hold each other accountable for the quality of life that we would like to have for as long as God gives us? Yeah. Yeah. And when people begin to think like that, all of a sudden it rekindles that fire. That's how you pursue each other in the beginning. And that's what's going to keep you. And after a while, you don't miss them little rugrats being out the house as much. No, no, you don't. And it's not something you dread. I mean, you're you're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely loving it. We love it when they come around. Yeah, sure. Um, we let you know we have family text message and we do uh, family FaceTime. Actually, you know? yeah, talk about that a little bit more because that is something that helped us a lot. Yeah. Uh, in the process of our kids moving out, mm-hmm. um, she especially was at a point to where she was like, I need to know details. And the yeah. kids won't text back. They don't oh call as fast. So you're kind of left on the outside. And so kids, if you're listening and you got parents and Return you're Return through the nuts, phone. Text just, them back. Just, just text them back. Just man. type the word, the letter K. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Hey, honor your father and mother. That's yes. right. right? That's and right. Sometimes honoring them is as simple as texting back. Yeah. Yes. Just honor somebody, you text them back. That's all you need, back. man. Like, I'm alive. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. alive. Yeah, so we started um, a weekly FaceTime, and you know we're we're not perfect at it, so we we miss you know a week or two, but it gives us an opportunity to still come together. It almost takes the place of the family dinner, yes, yes. right, of sitting down together. Let me hear what's going on in your mm-hmm. life. Um, we talk about you know things that are going on in the world, helping them to yeah. process you know the right way, and so it's really really great. We get to congratulate one another. Mm-hmm. on certain things that they may be doing, or we kind of say, you know, oh, sounds like you're kind of struggling in it. Mm-hmm. How can we kind of rally, even though you're in a completely different state, mm-hmm. what can we do to help you? So that way, especially during those those adulting moments yeah. where it's like really hard for them, they don't feel like they're alone. Yeah. That's huge. But yeah. they also see mom and dad living their life. Right. That's right. Yeah. Which I think brings a comfort to kids. Mm-hmm. I think that it, it's a beautiful thing. Like even, I mean, gosh, my parents have been empty nesters for a long time, but when I see them doing something fun together and enjoying mm-hmm. each other right. or laughing as their daughter, it makes me, it makes me feel secure in their, like that they're having yeah. mm-hmm. fun and they're enjoying their life together way beyond raising kids. Yeah. And, and I can't imagine even in that early nest, uh, empty nest period that really, I feel like that gives them even, it just reaffirms the foundation mm-hmm. that you've already yeah. built, you know, yeah. in your family. And I, I think that sometimes parents, they underestimate that because their kids are still, they're still, you know, I know they're involved in their own lives and in college and such, but, but they still are paying attention, yeah. you know, Very Absolutely. Much. and they can tell if mom and dad are doing well or if they're not. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? and, and so thinking through, okay, if you're the parent who 
I'm going to go the flip side of it. So the the response we wanted from the kids was at least just show me you're alive. Yeah. Give me a, give me a text when you arrive at your destination. Let me know, you know, if you're leaving late at night. I mean, we still yeah. do that. We have one of our children lives, uh, one of our children, they live in New York. Mm-hmm. And so they're traveling subways and catching, you know, Ubers and all the rest of these things in New York. Yeah. Which is a big deal. That's hard. Uh, very you know, scary. That's real hard. So after a while, we told her, like, look. We will pay for your Uber. We don't want you on the subway, right? And she's tough, and she's like, I can do it. And I'm just like, it's not you. It's them. It's them. There's some crazy <laughs> stuff happening on New York subways right now. You know what yeah, I mean? It, it, it's just been so bad. And so we, we we negotiated that. And what was interesting for her, this is talking about how the kids respond. For her, in her mind, she was like, but that's so expensive. And and so she was almost like protective of our budget. Right. You know. Yeah. And what I told her, I, was, I said, look here. This is why I make money. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this yeah. is you're my, our, our daughter. You yeah. know, uh, and you're uh, not married yet. Yeah. yeah. So you're still exactly. you're mm-hmm. still our responsibility. Yeah. Right. You know, so yeah. this is my joy. Let me let me do what I do. And so we're we're we have an Uber fund and anything that she needs, we just take care of that. My point with that is imagine if that was her being concerned about us over Uber money. Mm-hmm. Imagine what that looks like if it was us romantically right. passionate about one another, um, still in love with each other. So our kids are watching and yeah. they are protective and they do need that security of even though they're out of the house, they don't need to move back in to make you OK. Yeah. Exactly. That That's too heavy a weight. To oh, put they're, on not, them they're not meant to have that burden. Them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And yes. that sabotages their future marriage. It does. That sabotages yeah. their. I mean, it's it just and then this function continues. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, and I, I know we can't get into the details of this because we're going to have to close out pretty soon. But codependency, I think a lot of this goes back to. Parents having a codependent relationship with their son or daughter Mm -hmm. and it being in place of like, like they're getting the emotional kind of support and, and they're, they're trying to have their emotional needs met by a child, which is really something that the spouse should be filling and they should be fulfilling, you know, Mm -hmm. for their spouse. And they don't, but, but if you live in that dynamic for long enough, Mm -hmm. it becomes so normal. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden if that child goes off and I mean, it, it can create a Absolutely. huge yep. rift in the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I just see that that's, that's been normalized in our culture. Absolutely. Like we yeah. see so much more of that. Mm-hmm. And, well, um, the details we've yeah. had some personal like, we had experience with it when we got married. Yeah, absolutely. It was painful. So painful and, mm-hmm. and hard to recognize at first. Cause then when you're, like I said, when you're in it, you right. don't even know, like right. until you're somewhat out of it. It's the yeah. way the family operates. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and it's almost how, they, and it's even worse when it's like, oh, this is how you honor your father and mother. Mm. You do what they tell Literal you. Literal ser- words coming from the mouth of people like that. You know that. what I mean? Like, you're not honoring me. Yeah. This and is what God tells you to do. The only verse they know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm telling yeah. you because... They, they literally, and it is a little bit about, it's about control. I mean, to be honest. It's 100% control. And, and it, they don't know what to do without it. Yeah. Literally. And it, it yeah. will, and I just want to challenge people in this dynamic, even the, the parents who are in the emptiness season, let this be your wake up call to recognize if you have that codependency. Yeah. And it's hard to look at ourselves yep. and say, yep, that's me. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you the best gift you can give your child is to let go of that yep. and to start loving your spouse mm-hmm. and, 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 rekindling that relationship because it's you in your mind. We convince ourselves, but it's for their good. They need me. And really it's just that you're trying to control them. Absolutely. And that's not love. You guys, that's just not love. And I know this is hard to hear, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of, I mean, it may even take a counselor to work through this. Um, but I, I would just encourage you to do it sooner rather than later, because then when you are in that empty nest stage, or maybe you're at the beginning of it, 
you know, it's it's going to have much less heartache if you can oh, recognize absolutely. it now. And, and and what it becomes is eventually where it spills over into is the holidays. Oh, yes. And, and it becomes the in-law nightmare because mm-hmm. ultimately they know they're going to walk into this, you know, toxic codependent experience. Mm. And it should be just gifts. It should just be dinner. Yes, it should yeah. be a great memory. And instead... They it, and especially if the kid gets healthy, because if they get healthy, they're oh. going to they're going to begin to Boundaries. say um, yeah. no more. And yeah. that's where it becomes like, oh, you're disrespecting me and all the things. So, again, you can't see them growing up and leaving as failure. That is mm. a crowning achievement. Exactly. That is a win. You have done your job. Yes. Release them to become all that God created and ordained for them to be. And then you have to find who you are now yeah. mm-hmm. and, and fall all, fall in love all over again. And that's the beauty of the name of this podcast. Yes. You could be naked mm-hmm. and you can run around the house. Just make sure, <laughs> make sure, make sure, you know, figure out whatever that is, right. but it's a beautiful thing to own this season. I'm going to say this other thing too, because I got, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to, instead of just being, uh, you know, uh, transparent, I'm going to be vulnerable. Oh. <laughs> so there's a difference wow. between the two, right? Yeah. Right. So yes. vulnerability. Yes. So here it is. I don't like this gray hair. I'm gonna be honest. You know, I can rock with it. It's, I think he looks amazing. I think you look great. You know, and I appreciate all of this from y'all. You know, oh yeah, distinguished. That's what everybody <laughs> says. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but I just don't like it. There's something in me that just hasn't. I've I've heard all that from everybody. So from the outside, I feel it, but it just doesn't penetrate as much mm-hmm. because on the inside, I'm just like, I remember when mm-hmm. it was nice and you know, just dark black, jet black. <laughs> but you're, you're as buff as like a 25 year old bodybuilder. So <laughs> I, 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 does that not help? Is that not no? Help? Is that not, not at all, bro. Is that not enough? Yeah. Because 99% of the time my shirt's on during the day, so all I see is the gray. Oh, all right, so what I'm going to do. I'm going to get you a fishnet shirt. Oh, thank my you. goodness. full circle. I so appreciate wow. that. And just be careful when you search for it. You know? I know. I know. So, We're going to so pay for it. being said, it's like there's this, um, there's this like echo of, in the back of my brain of like, dude, you're aging. And and it can it can cause you to look at a mirror and almost despise the one of the greatest seasons you can have. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Dude, so what you got a few wrinkles and and things are, you know, sinking a little bit <laughs> and it ain't what it used to be. Stuff ain't as perky, but you're you've survived, you've made yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's this battle to now say, how do I, within my own mind's eye, not despise this season because of what once was between you and your spouse at 18, 19, you know, 25 years old. And and I remember there were some sessions where we were talking to some couples and they literally were fighting to try to get back the same type of sex, mm. the same type of uh, connection people. that they had at 19. Yeah. You can't compare the two. And I'm like, dude, yeah. this is different. Yeah. Your knees don't work the same as they did. Hers don't work the same as they did. Right. So y'all got to find old people sex now, and it could be good. <laughs> it can be. It could be, be wonderful. Be better though, because you know? of the yes. history you That's have what together. I'm That's yeah. what I'm saying. What you've lived through. It should have so much more yeah. meaning when you tap into it spiritually. But what we're warring against, mm-hmm. there's this despising this season. Oh yeah that causes it to taste bitter and it mm. should be great. So there's something in us that has to say, you know what, God, thank you for the years you've given me. Thank you for 18, 19, 20 years with these beautiful kids. Thank you for that season. Like, thank them for it. Yeah. Like, for real. Be grateful and then say, but God, I thank you that if I'm still breathing, yeah. there's still more for our marriage in the next season. Yes. You know, we're going to transition talking, forward. I was thinking maturity 
and experience makes everything better. Absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. It just right. makes everything better. Yeah, I'm talking wine. Yeah, like fine wine. It gives mm-hmm. it depth to mm-hmm. and enriches the experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, this this you guys is are amazing. We could talk really like for Listen, another hour. I feel like this has been one of the most meaningful conversations we've had yes. on the podcast. I love it since it started, and th- it, this is meaningful for us. Yeah, we're learning. Like, we're learning. Yeah. I'm soaking. Yeah. I'm soaking all this 100%. up. And guys, if you want more, this this is just a taste of the wisdom of the reeds. They have an incredible podcast here on the EXO Marriage Podcast Network, and also an incredible book, both with the same title, Marriage in Transition. Mm-hmm. And if you find yourself in a transition of becoming an empty nester or really any, any other major yeah. transition of life or marriage, uh, their insights are going to be so helpful. Because w- the truth is we're always in some kind of transition. That's right. And so th- it's relevant to you in every stage. But especially those who are entering into that empty nest or new to it, I'm telling you, they are living it and they're doing it right. And they're making me more excited than ever about that season coming. And... Uh, yeah. Can't wait. Definitely check it out. And we love you guys. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you. And you guys, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We will see you next time.